Ahoy! This is Tony Malazzo. You are live and on board, and we are hanging out with Adam Richman and Marina Del Rey. Yeah, alright. I like woo, the ahoy. Ahoy, mateys. Ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy, there she is. All right, we got the pirate Adam Richman here. <laughs> I was just telling Tony, as soon as I see him, uh, as soon as I start hanging out with somebody with an East Coast accent in New York or New Jersey, I'm going to be like, hey, how you doing? What's going down? Good how down. you doing? Hey. You got a problem with hey. me? Hey. hey, this person, this guy. I was thinking, that's why I was like, hey, why am I starting to sound more New York than ever? I haven't been home in months. What's going on here? <laughs> huh? Hey. I got a friend, he's so New York. He's like, New York's the best. New York's the best. You can't get a slice of pie in Los Angeles. But in New York, in New York, they'll stab you in the face. In New York. I'm like, how about you go back to New York then, sir? <laughs> and pie, man. You got to go to Marie Callender's to get right. pie around here. Right. Well, you know, There's no. at least when they someone refers to pie, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. He goes, also this guy goes to me, he goes, dude, I'm going to take you for the best Chinese food. Genuine Chinese food. Genuine Chinese Genuine. food. Just like New York. <laughs> I'm like, that's the genuine Chinese. Hey, I'm going to stick up for that, man. The only place in New York I go is Wohop in the basement. Listen, the I know it's good. freaking, oh my God. See, he goes right on it. But you, you think you think Yao Ling is knocking down chop suey in Taiwan going, oh, this tastes just like Manhattan. <laughs> Maybe. Really? Maybe. That's how he is. Because I went to China and I'll tell you, the food is not as good. I'm like, is it just like the one, like New York? I'm like that. It's my Chinese. I mean, food's they be do like the American influence. My by the way, Chinatown, New York. By the way, in China, they don't refer to it as Chinese food. It's just referred to <laughs> just as food. food. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, I can be, do you have Chinese so, food? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> we have Japanese food. <laughs> they probably do too. Yeah. But as Italian, a Jew, you know, they got Italian food for now. sure. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, you want some food? You think they got Jewish food? <laughs> what is Jewish food? I don't know. Matzo ball, ball soup. soup. That's I was going to say that. You matzo want... <laughs> ball soup. Hey. We don't have any bacon. <laughs> you ever heard of the Jewish wine? Take me to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love this guy. I did a show with him uh, at the Yacht Club a few months back, too. You were hysterical. You just kill people, man. Thanks, man. That was a fun I, night. I think they were crying in their chairs. Hey, listen, my goal is to make you laugh so hard you pee in each other's pants. Oh! Hello! Come on! <laughs> so who's your audience? Who listens to you? What do you got? You got a fan base? That's what I want to know. You, it's Who like your uncle and your cousin. listening to this? <laughs> my God. Uh, incredibly, we have like, you know, millions of listeners. <laughs> I will say this is my first podcast on water. Is it? I don't think I've had water underneath yeah, me. Yeah, you sure. are alive and on board. Yeah. And as a Pisces, I naturally am comforted by water. Yeah. Are you a water guy? I'm Aquarius. Listen, I believe that stuff. Out. Yeah. Do you believe in it a little bit? You know, I did. And then somebody ruined it because they told me, you know, they moved all the horoscopes and there's new signs. Yeah, I don't buy that. And so did that just ruin all those horoscopes? Well, I read part of today's vision, today's uh, people, they have to ruin everything. Nothing is sacred. <laughs> they have to take down walls. You're not Aquarius anymore. Yeah. What? I think you still are because everything was aligned at that point. And people okay. are, to me, sometimes what they are. Yeah. Like, I connect with people and I normally know what sign they are. Yeah. I was I was having sex with a girl once and halfway through, I'm like, you're a cancer, right? Once? <laughs> yes, it was once. But I knew our chemistry was certain, you know, and then there's a few signs. I'm just like, nah, I don't like this guy. You get along with Aquarius? I do. Aquari great. Aquarius, yeah, Aquarius are, are, are somewhere in the middle, but like, it's never a perfect science. Middle. Yeah, like I have some good Aquarius friends. I have I'm on top not. of the food chain, man. 
I think you are the, the food chain. <laughs> this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. <laughs> I used to have a hey, bit. I, I, never, have, th- I didn't even think we were going to sing tonight. I used to have a bit about like how someone tells you their sign. Like, oh, it's cancer. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, if you're that sign, it always sounds negative. Like, you know what my sign is? Cancer. Yeah. It's like, Ooh. oh, I got a bad case of Scorpio. <laughs> I woke up, I had to take uh, some cream to rub on my Virgo rash. <laughs> and then I, that, the song we just sang, I'm like, this is the spawning of the plague of Aquarius. The plague of Aquarius. Hey, that's no plague, man. I'm Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe stuff like you're attracted to the water. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I drink a lot of water. I like being in water. We're I'm made up of water. It. Yeah. All right. Good. Right? So you've been on, have you been on boating? Have you been boating in your life? What, water uh, sports? I mean, sure. I grew up water skiing. Went to summer camp. We were always water skiing. We had boats at my uh, my cottage. I'm from Canada, Ontario, so we had uh, mm-hmm. a lot of cottage areas where you go up north and everyone had some sort of boat or something. Yeah. But I definitely can water ski and snow ski and I and I, I try to get in the ocean as much as I can, you know? Yeah. 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 Good, good. Well, you're here now. You came out I'm to a, I'm not jumping right? in, though. You're here in. now. Come on, man. Go for it. No, it's it's chilly tonight. You would die, right? Would you it's die chill- in this Nah, way? you know... You know, when people fall off boats, uh, the the number one cause of death is a heart attack when they hit the water, especially in L.A. on the West Coast, because really? the water is so cold. It's always between, like, 54 and 62 degrees, the water. It that never really warms up past 65, ever, in the hottest of the summer. Even in the summer? Yeah, where, you know, on the East Coast, you can have 80 degree water in the middle of the summer, and then, of course, it's freezing cold in the winter. Well, I find it's warmer in the summer, maybe just because you're warmer, so your whole body's warmer. Yeah. Is that probably it? It never gets over 65 degrees. All right, well, good to know. Listen, I learn something every day. And on this podcast, Tony? 68, 70, if there was a miracle in L.A., and it's 130 degrees. Coincidentally, 68, 70 is also the age that Tony likes his women to be. That's that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Ladies! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I I know when he doesn't like that joke. Bring your walker. (laughs) Who's your granny? I don't know. She's got one foot in the bank and maybe one foot on a banana peel. <laughs> maybe we could work something out. All right. I don't know what the banana peel has to do with it, but sure. Oh, she just slips. Slippery. Yeah. Oops. Hey. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Just like if you're a transvestite, ever worrying about somebody's gender, just remember to look at their neck. And if there's an apple, there's a banana. Ah, oh, bum <laughs> Listen, not all these jokes are gonna work. We we didn't set oh up to do anything. God, man, you got to see him live. He's nothing like nothing like this. Nothing. Wait, like this. I'm not funny. No. That's not fair. <laughs> oh man, the last half hour was 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 my favorite. The last half hour. Oh, good. We did. That's good. You know, it's always good. Because once he gets past that first 30 minutes yeah. to an hour. I did a long time there having a good show. time. That next half hour, you know, he really brings it in in the last part of that hour and a half. I also know that you have all these <laughs> comics and everyone, I know comedians and I book them myself and everyone's got to go and try to get yeah. to this show. And, it and they're all annoying. headliners. They all want right. to 20 but, minutes. But you want them there. Like at some right. point, like commit yeah. to the show. I'm paying you money. It's okay to hang out. It was, oh, I got to move this guy. And I'm like, you know what? Throw me on whenever you want, and at that point, it worked out that I was the headliner. And come he on, was the to, headliner. I got to do more time of all the headliners. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nobody, nobody left either. A lot of people stuck. That was great. It was, it was, that was a great show. Yeah. I really had fun. We got to do more shows. Yeah, definitely. There'll be some more shows together. Well, I like that. I like fun crowds. Yeah. 
I also like almost older crowds these days rather than some of the young kids. Everyone feels I've had a couple shows lately where retirement there's homes or no, just older people like not just not you know not these twenty four year olds or you know right. There's right. just a lot of entitlement. Like people can't even shut up. They just feel like they need to speak. Like this is an art. Just have some respect. And it's not it's not even heckling. It's yeah, interrupting. Yeah, yeah. If you got a good heckle, bring it on. I'm cool with that. But if you're just going to keep interrupting, like the other night I did a show, this girl just keep interrupting, keep talking, and I'm sort of trying to barrage through it by being funny. But at some point, she's still talking, and it becomes annoying for everybody. you know. And I'm just like, okay, let me concentrate on her. Why do you feel the need to? <laughs> <laughs> and and I, you know, I hate to be a little sexist in the moment, but nine times out of ten, when you someone's interrupting, it. it's a female. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I grew up with five sisters, so they have so many words. They want the stage. Well, someone's not paying attention to the pretty girl for five minutes, and she can't take it. Yeah. Give her the microphone. Something to be said about it. Give her the mic. No, don't give her the microphone. Don't Definitely not. Let me mic. do my job and then come no, afterwards. But I had a conversation with her after. Here, you think you can do this? And, like, they don't do it. Then afterwards, they don't know what to say, and their friend's embarrassed for her, and this girl's just being, a, she's being an asshole. And then the DJ's like, don't talk to her. She's a girl. I'm like, well, I can't call her out for being an asshole because she's a female. Is that the world we live in? So she's allowed to get the leeway. Is she's yeah, allowed where have to you be been? an asshole. She can be an asshole. <laughs> But I can't be an asshole. Like she's ruining my art. She's ruining the show. She everyone makes everyone look bad, and I can't say anything to her because she's female. I don't Some know. of them just go to shows to do that. Yeah, I don't live in a world like that. I also grew up with five sisters, so I'm sorry. I'm the only boy of five sisters. I didn't even take any crap from them. I've been trying to get a word in edgewise all my life. Why do you think I became a comedian so I could step on stage for an hour and not get interrupted by one of my fucking sisters? <laughs> that's a good reason I was going to get to that in a little while why, why a comedian but you just answered it well listen, there's so many reasons but that's like the whole I do this whole <laughs> anti-feminist joke that it's just kind of funny because I'm pro-women listen if you're women if you're listening out there and for some reason for a second you think I'm being sexist make sure I'm clear on this just you growing up in an Italian family I grew up in a Jewish family uh -huh. uh, the women the women are not weak uh, they're not lacking in power. Oh, no way. So this new movement where all of a sudden everyone's talking about female empowerment, I feel bad for you that you didn't feel this way all your life because I grew up with 13 women in my family and each one of them was smart, intelligent, and powerful. So it wasn't even a thing. Oh, so yeah. So this discussion now that all of a sudden, oh, we got to learn about equality. No, you have to learn about equality. Take I've it. known it all my life. Yep, and yep. if anything, I've been fighting all for my own equality. All the in my family, tough. 100%. Leaders. Just, uh, you get ran you get ran down if you're a guy. And my grandmother was up. the matriarch of the family, you know. <laughs> and good for you guys. There's nothing wrong. And I yeah. understand if you're working as a, as a job and you do the exact same thing as a man. Yes, you deserve to get paid the same. Sure. No doubt. No I problem agree. with that. I agree. hundred percent. I'm all for women empowerment. But, but imagine I told you. I don't know why we're always talking about since like we're talking about the women in my family are empowered. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But imagine that there, there's a word out there. It's called feminist. Is there a word yeah. out there called masculinist? Imagine if I told you I was a masculinist. People would laugh at you. Like, are, go are you? fuck yourself. No, what does that even mean? I'm <laughs> pro-men. Yeah, we can make up our own thing. So then everything, what men are better? Like, I'm not a, I don't know, we're people. Some things aren't gender specific. No, there's, we there's, want equality. Okay, but there's good people Especially and bad people. Especially in our families. We want equality. Sure, we want. Women. We, we want, want Yeah, but that, that's like what I'm saying. We want down. So when this environment, this new uh, like uh, climate is that the females are lacking in power, I'm like, not in my world. So, no. And also my friends, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, my, my best friends, they're all very smart, intelligent women. Those are the women I'm drawn to. So I'm not yeah. notoriously drawn to women that are... Yeah. Kind of weak with nothing to say, and I yeah. even I don't I don't date girls like that. I like people with personality. I like you know men with personality. I like people, you know. But so the good and bad thing is not all men are bad, and not all women are angelic. You know, it's not a it's a it's a people thing.
There's good people, there's bad people, ah. there's shitty people. So you're not perfect? Definitely not perfect. Yeah? Nope. <laughs> it was New Year's. We just, in a new year, did you make any resolution? Or the Chinese New Year? Or change? Or Chinese New Year? No, nah, come on, the real New Year's. But yeah, okay, they're New Year's too, Chinese New Year's. Uh, any resolution? Did you, anything you're working on? Anything new this for this year where you're like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to work on this? or? I've worked really hard on becoming really good at, at comedy and mm -hmm. that used to be a thing when I started it was very important mm -hmm. to be good I think in the grand scheme of things it's still important to be good but nowadays it seems more important to have Twitter followers or to have you know to be booked on numbers show. yeah numbers which is, doesn't make you a yeah. great comedian so I'm decent at social media but I, that wasn't what I was born to do mm. you know so I've worked hard so my you know New Year's resolution is to make more money and do other things besides I love stand-up I got I'm in Illinois next week Seattle the week after I'm at Pachanga Casino the week after Ooh, nice. I got just did some military shows I got a bunch of shows going on there's always stuff in the mix but you know and it's decent money but it's like money that you go and then immediately spend yeah. I don't need that. Me and you were just talking sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who has a great movie, and I, I put my, my name behind it, and now trying to produce a movie. Produce a movie, produce a TV show. I'm writing another TV Excellent. show. Yeah, man. And uh, all this, like, my, my biggest claim to fame is I've never had a real job, so I'm proud of that. Nice. Yeah, I managed to do this for 20 nice. years, and uh, after work. Same yeah. here, too? Yeah, I had done some commercials and voice work and that shit, yeah. so it's all in the same, you know, uh, entertainment field. Yeah. But uh, I'm proud of that He's fact. a true renaissance man, another reason for being on the show. Yeah. Multi-talent. But nowadays, you get people that, like, they don't, you know, unless you're, if you're famous, then it's cool that you're amazing. You're great. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But if you're not famous, they're kind of pissed off at you a little bit. There's a little bit of, of that in this, in this environment right now. Yeah. Where... Oh, who's this guy? He comes in and he worked hard. Fuck that guy. What are you doing? Like trying to be great? Yeah, always trying to be great. <laughs> and I'm sorry right now. And I apologize to you guys. I'm a white, heterosexual, educated, not disgustingly <laughs> ugly male. I know. Top of the food chain. Not disgustingly ugly. Are Listen, you advertising? You're going to give out your phone number next to you. Hey, check out my website, adamrichmancomedy.com. <laughs> but listen, the truth is if I was a fat Asian lesbian in a wheelchair, I'd be so fucking famous by now. You would. I could have a name and a oh catchphrase like Fortune Wheelie. My agent used to go, if you would just gain a lot of weight and lose just a little bit more hair, I could get you a lot of work. He's it, not joking. You know, I, like, I agree with that. Oh, oh my God, man. What we do. What we do. There's a few comedians that have gotten mm. some breaks on like some of these big shows on Netflix or some other things. And, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, they're not bad, but like, why that guy? And then I said to some people that weren't even comics, like, I don't know, maybe because he's fat and has a beard. I'm like, oh, well, that's, oh. That, oh. that decides it nowadays. <laughs> the, the, that's the criteria that's for it. being a good comic. Because I've thought about it too, by the way, to gain more weight. Like, and I don't want to be out of shape. Oh, I could do it. And I'm not, I'm not like so skinny. I'm not so fat. How would I'm you like, do it? I would just eat and never exercise. What would you eat? What's your favorite And I'd get stuff? stoned all what the time. Eat? I'd eat a lot, oh, of, fried, yeah. I'd eat a lot okay. of fried chicken and chicken get, wings and stuff like that late at night. Chicken. Yeah, more chocolate. I'd be right there with you. Totally. I'd be right there. Brownies and shit. Yeah, but then you don't feel good about yourself either, and then you don't look good. Like, then, you still want to be attractive. We'd have all this work. Right. We'd have loads of work, and we'd probably have a heart attack well, on the set. Actually, that's, that's funny. You're a sports right? fan? <laughs> You're a sports fan a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Okay, well, you notice, look at this. Have you seen Michael Jordan lately? No, I haven't. He's so fat. Is he really? And good for him. You know, like there's a bunch of athletes. Really, you like, got really to go. You got all those millions of dollars well, and you're done. Well, you spend so much time keeping in oh. shape. That's why you see all these guys that blow up because now they can fucking eat, you know? Order a gross of Twinkies, man. 144 of those totally. suckers. I mean, you Twinkies got money. Twinkies definitely put on fat. You got money? 
Who cares anymore? You got money. But that's why they become out of shape, right? You, get you what see I'm that saying? too with actors a lot too, though. It, right? For sure. It's like they start off, they're like a young actor, they're doing great, big money. Then, then the work slows down. That midlife crisis area, they get yeah. fat, they eat, and they come back because they got nice and fat for that character role. I've literally seen comedians that I thought were always hysterical and Spend hadn't seen them in money. years, and then the last recently when I've seen them, they've all put on pounds. So they've done what we're yeah. talking about yeah. for real. I mean, I guess maybe they, they, I don't know if they did it on purpose or they just happened to be fat. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> just You know my motto, if you fry it, I'll try it. Just don't, that's good. I love everything fried. That's a good line, too. I like that. You like that? Yeah, I like that. Now, uh, there's a script that traveled around Hollywood okay. and all the fat guys read it and they all died. Every guy who read the script died. It was on their night table. So it was John Bellucci, John Candy. They all had this... I forget the name of it. Is that I, for I'll real? I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, no, seriously. Is it called The Rain? And they were all up for the role, <laughs> and they all died. It just so happens they were looking for a bigger guy to do the role, right? Uh, so the odds are pretty good. You the know, only problem with that give is... Give it to a guy, by the time he reads it, he has a heart attack. You give it to the next guy. By the time yeah, he but John Belushi and John Candy died many years <laughs> apart. So that script was going along... For years. For years. It's just been going around. Let's kill Candy. <laughs> <laughs> give him the script. John Candy's doing too well. Let's give I, him I a script. I heard that now they wanted to give the script to somebody nobody wants it. They were all like, no, it's okay. I don't... Yeah, no. Last five guys are dead. I, I don't want to play the lead. <laughs> I love John Candy, man. That guy was that dead guy in the was best. Well, yeah. Uncle yeah. Buck. Oh yeah. Here, go downtown. Have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. So, oh. what's your favorite comedies? Like sitcoms? Films, or yeah. Films, sitcoms. Movies? Yeah, give them to me, man. Like what's your funny favorite stuff? Because like, you're a, you're a hilarious guy. So like, you, I mean, you gotta know. Like, I, I what think made you. What are you laughing from? And what are you? Jeez, I mean, most of the stuff that I think is the funniest is like old school, like slapstick. Like Blazing Saddles is the funniest movie of all time. I still yes. think, you know. Yes. I love Three Amigos. You know, one of my favorites, History yeah. of the World, too. History of the World, those are great. Well, Mel Brooksy and oh, that, that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. Is, is like, I love Blazing that. Saddle. I love that slapstick stuff. But Blazing Saddles, you can't even make that movie anymore. You can't even do that. No. Because people are way too offended, and that movie really pushed the envelope on things and talked about things that were ahead of its time. Y yeah. I was going to say you could at the time, but it was just ahead of its time. It didn't matter the time. It was. But also, it was ahead of its time. shows one of my points in comedy, which is the way to treat people equally is to make fun of everybody. Exactly. You know, when you go around and, like, you see a guy in a wheelchair and, you you know, hey, I want a standing ovation. And you can't, like, you know, you're kind of being rude. Like, I do a lot of shows for... Oh. No, but it's, it's you're treating him. I've talked to these guys in wheelchairs. I've done jokes. I've done yeah. shows for military veterans that return yeah. from service with no legs. Yeah. And, like, you know, if someone, if you're going to walk around broken glass, uh, excuse the, yeah. the term, yeah, but, yeah. like, pretend, you know, and, and the, <laughs> to treat them as if, like... You're making fun of them in a way of who they are. Like, I make fun of you. Like, hey, you're short. Or me, hey, you're fat. Or whatever it is. Like, that's what we do as guys. You know, we kind of rib our friends. Oh, yeah. So in order to, like, not like, hey, so you don't want to be legs? Hey, fuck you. You know, it's not quite like that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I've done yeah. these jokes for them. Oh, none of my friends hold back. I, you know. Well, here's here's a bit I got. So mm -hmm. I have this, uh, I, I used to, I, well, I have a friend that he, uh, he does, he lost his legs in a, with a, uh, an IED in Iraq. Okay. And he came back, he's got prosthetics, and he mm -hmm. plays um, hockey. He plays ice hockey, so it's Paralympics. He does some of the Paralympics. You know the Paralympics, the paralyzed yeah. athletes perform such winter sports, downhill skiing, cross-country running. Really? And my thing is, not only is it a great test of strength and courage and endurance, I also like watching it because I don't mind when the athletes wipe out. 
You know, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're closer to the ground, you think? Well, they always or? bounce back like, I'm okay! I'm okay! <laughs> Come on, you never hear a guy going, my legs! My legs! <laughs> I can't feel my... Oh, no, wait, that happened in 96. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, but then I did this joke and then found out this. There was a Dutch Paralympian cyclist doing a practice run in Holland, got into an accident, got knocked back into place. And I swear to God, it's a true story. If you don't believe me, go look it up. I promise I you I can walk! But I go, I go, but that to me, does that change the methods of modern medicine? <laughs> Are doctors now trying to convince their patients this is the new kind of physical therapy? Yeah, yeah. It's like, listen, Tony, you haven't been able to walk in 37 years. But what if I were to just push you down these stairs? <laughs> and maybe, just maybe, it'll knock something back into place. And he cut to Tony at the bottom of the stairs. He's like, you're the worst doctor ever. <laughs> and then people will groan. <clears throat> what if you're desperate? Like, you might try it. It worked for the, the girl in, in, uh, in Holland. Especially if you saw that. But I have a great ending for it. So when people grow, I go, hey, come on, fuck you guys. That's a great joke. That's an awesome joke. That's a powerful joke. You know how good that joke is? That joke is so good. I did it last week for a guy in a wheelchair. He gave me a standing ovation. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Well, how do you not cheer for that? You just fucking cry. That's what you love about an Adam Richmond show. Nobody's safe. Right. <laughs> but it is supposed to be but you know what I'm saying like yeah. that's comedy it's like yeah, we can't sure pretend is. what's going it's like the elephant in the room we can't discuss it yeah you know yeah. in the beginning when I first started uh, doing comedy I was just doing jokes and stuff and I wasn't doing me you know what I mean yeah and the minute I started doing me between the short and the sight jokes that's when everybody started coming out right that's when the shows got good well, that's when you when you're what comfortable. Are you gonna do? Yeah, you got to feel comfortable on stage. And self deprivation, self self deprivation, self deprivation. Yeah, <laughs> but you're 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 right. Like uh, I think it's a little much. I don't mind. I do a little bit of it, and I make fun of myself. Yeah, I think it's a little much to always be like, Meh. yeah, Meh. poor me. Meh. Don't I look like this person <laughs> and this person had a baby? Buh, 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 buh. <laughs> Don't it look like Meryl Streep and Steven Spielberg had a child? Blah, blah, blah. I'm funny None looking. of us even know who you're talking about. I know. I just threw that out there. No. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I really thought I knew who you were we talking know. about. We <laughs> know. Yeah, like, what, like 100 and 300 comics? Yeah. Oh, the accent, I was just... Oh, I didn't know if we were doing something oh, particular. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm in trouble. I don't name names. You were just man. being vague. Okay. I was being vague. Okay. Wow. Yeah. There's other comedians that their whole M.O. is going up there and being like, hey, you're brown, hey, you're a fag, hey, you're Muslim, hey, you're Jewish. Like, And that's and then yeah. people love it. They're like, oh my God, make fun of me because I'm Asian. Point that out. <laughs> I didn't know coming into the show that I was Asian, but thank you, comedian, for pointing that out and, and knowing that I'm not Korean, but I'm Chinese. You're great. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's like that. You're exactly right. I like yeah. to see someone that gets offended with that, and they're like, and then they come to me and go, like, "I didn't name any names, so you obviously feel that way about yourself." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So comedy. What? So what are you doing, man? What are you doing? I know you're playing out right, right now. Anything you want to plug? I mean, you I, mentioned Pachanga. You mentioned a few places. Well, if, if you're in uh, Temecula, I'm up at Chunga Casino. Pachanga, Pachanga, March 16th to 18th. I got a few local shows in Seattle the week before. I'm not even sure exactly the venues. Next week, I'm in Champaign, Illinois, uh, working for this guy. He's got a variety show that I'm the comedian on it, and he's got you know musical acts and uh, dancers and fire acts, and so it's a kind of a variety show. So I'm actually looking nice. forward to just being part of a show, you yeah. know, where I get to just to do my comedy like 15, 20 minutes, and then just chill out. 
Well, you are a Renaissance guy. There's probably five other things you could do. On Maybe. The show too. I will juggle. <laughs> I will juggle knives. How many people do you think found out the hard way? In a diaper. That, that would be good, man. How many people, people think found out that sword everywhere. swallowing wasn't for them? You know? <laughs> Halfway through, it's like, and for my next trick, I will swallow the sword. And as you can see, I'm visually pretending. Oh, God! Tony! He quit. Yeah. That night. Uh, he's not. Or lion taming. You know, found out? Lion taming's not for them. They come in with no arm. Oh, just yeah, I, yeah. Face maybe, eating off. Maybe tame isn't an adjective to really describe a lion. <laughs> Well, it's me, man. You know, you got side issues. You can't be a brain surgeon. I mean, that's, that's obviously true. out of the question. Listen, I'm a it's short like Jewish guy. I can't play in the NBA. I'd love to. Really? But I'm not complaining like the millennials say, we want everything. We deserve it. <laughs> Come on. We want wah, this. Let's well, I still love sports. It's a meritocracy. If you're not good, you don't play. Everything else is like, you're again a sports fan. So it's like, people are, no one's going to like Mike Trout of the Angels be like, hey, listen, Trout. We need you to sit on the bench because the owner's got a Middle Eastern nephew and we need to represent here in Anaheim. And Trout's like, uh, I thought you guys wanted to win. Because, you know, he's the best player in baseball. Yeah. So you don't bench him. Yeah. So sports doesn't work like that. You know, yeah. comedy works like that. It's like, yo, you know what? We need uh, we need some more females and we need some Middle Eastern guys, some Asian guys. Now it's like you can't. it's not even cool to be a white guy. It's a few successful white guys that are really great. Yeah. You know, some guys that are great. Uh, Bill Burr is fucking awesome. One of my favorite comedians. You're yeah. Italian. Sebastian yeah. is, uh, I think, oh, killing yeah. it. I uh -huh. think Sebastian's one of the best. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a big fan of him before he blew up, and I'm excited about him. And he does a lot of, he, and he's not, I wouldn't say he's, uh, I guess he's still a white guy, but he's, they love the ethnicity. He does a lot of ethnic stuff, and he's super Italian, so he comes through. And first of all, he's just great. So let's just give people credit for, because what those two guys give me hope for in comedy is that at some point it's still merit-based. You can still be great, and then you can explode and do well. It's just that there's not as many. Now it's like there seems to be like limiting how many white guys can get yeah. in because we now need to represent, you know. And I see all these people, and it's like, you know, and I again, I love the art. So it's just hard for me to see somebody who's like half, not even half as good as me at this art, and they, they get more work because they're of, a, of an ethnic persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, again, hey, don't you want to win? You know, like, yeah. I'm like Trout. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to gain 80 more pounds and go to tanning sessions. Right? right? It's not the worst idea. So, yeah. Twinkies. Fried Twinkies, man. <laughs> fried Twinkies? Let's fucking do it. Really? Fried Twinkies. Never had a fried Twinkie. My God, I got it. I, I remember I had one at uh, in, like, San Luis Obispo or something. Was or really? Santa Cruz. I, there was a fair, and I bought it. <laughs> I was there working, and I had a Twinkie. And I know on the day I die, I'm going to have a heart attack. Be like, probably shouldn't have had that. Fried Twinkie, <laughs> circa 2003, in Santa Cruz. <laughs> now, you're big into sports, man. You've mentioned it a couple of times. Are you a frustrated sporty? Is there a sport you would have played or something? Were you? Uh, I never was. Uh, you know, a if you were six foot well, five. Listen, I'm from, I'm from Canada, so we all grew up on skates. So yeah. I'm a big Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and being a Toronto Ooh. Maple Leafs fan is like being in love with a beautiful girl that will not fuck me. And even though they're pretty good right now, it's like they never get to the end. So uh, that's actually the most expensive NHL franchise by over $200 million, and they haven't won since 1967, which is Ooh, years before I was born. So, really? Yeah, so actually coming here in L.A., I watch people being upset when the Lakers suck, and I'm like, excuse me, I've lived here for 16 years. They've won four times in that span. 
So that's amazing, you know. So you have to expect if all things were equal, your team would would only win once yeah. every thirty years. But the Lakers are not that great now. Then they'll get a couple draft picks and they'll be great again because they're a real franchise mm-hmm. that wants to bring a winner. Right. So Toronto just pokes at it. You know, and uh, okay with that. Well, yeah. some people are okay with that, but at some point, you're I'm not okay with it anymore. So what do yeah. I? But like, I'm, I'm a Blue Jays fan. They won the World Series back to back in '92, '93, and that was the best sports mm-hmm. time of my life. You know, oh, Kings cool. won the Cup here a couple years ago. I thought it was great. It was super fun to just right. be in that. I'm actually a Rams fan too. I moved here. Uh, they were no, they weren't here. I love the Rams growing up, so I feel like I uh, comes full circle. The team that I loved comes back to L.A. Yeah, excellent. But sports is equal, you know? Like like I said, sports is a meritocracy, you know? It's, do you play it, a lot of sports as a kid or no? Oh, uh, yeah. And I still do now. I still, still play a little hockey. Yeah? You know, but I, I like to compete. Mm-hmm. I, I like that, playing, like, softball or stuff with friends. Excellent. Obviously, when you're younger, it's organized. Yeah, yeah. You've got more time. So what was your childhood like? Um, you in a suburb or suburb? I grew up in Toronto in uh, a nice area, okay. upper middle class uh, uh-huh. near downtown Toronto. I'm a Canadian uh-huh. Jew. I mean, yep. some people think that most Jews grew up in a nice environment with a lot of money. Well, I'm here to tell you, you are absolutely right. <laughs> but nobody wants to hear that story. If I complained about my life, everybody would listen. If I'm black, I could be, I'm so black. If I'm fat, I could be, I'm so fat. If a woman, oh, it sucks being a woman. But nobody wants to hear my story, that I had a great <laughs> life with a family that loved me and lots of cash. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear my riches to riches story. There goes my ratings. Yeah. I mean, I had shit to deal with. My parents have divorced <laughs> over 35 years, but my father, very rich. Stepfather, even fucking richer. Really? So overall, life is great. Jesus. I can't complain. Oh, my God. I go, what's my sitcom going to be about? Like, he grew up in a five-bedroom house <laughs> with a refrigerator filled with food, but he had to fight his way to the top the from <laughs> the top. Next fall on NBC, Adam Richman stars in Lucky Son of a Bitch. <laughs> But don't worry, guys, if you're pissed off. I chose comedy as a career, so I was cut off a long fucking time ago. <laughs> and that was the only part of the joke that wasn't a joke. That's what I was thinking, man. <laughs> a Jew in comedy. Jesus, their parents aren't taking you care of you. You didn't follow the family? Yeah. I feel like, I, I always <laughs> feel like wealthy in my brain, even though I'm not wealthy in my pocket, you know? I feel that and way. And they talk about, like, fiscal, fiscally conservative in this country, of, like, that you should feel that way. So I don't... I. I'm more conservative in my values in some ways, but I'm not, and fiscally too, in a way, but I'm not wealthy. And they always think about, they always talk about artists, like, oh, you're an artist, you can't be a conservative. It's like, I don't actually agree with that. I think if you're an artist, then you're doing what you want to do with Mm -hmm. your life. Exactly. So when you're able to do what you want, that's more of a conservative trait. Like, you you succeed and fail based on your own merit. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. You're not looking for, you know, that's why when they apply that to this business as we're talking about, you know, whining about, you know, this business, yeah, we need more of this. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be that way. Like, let, you know, let art flourish and yeah. whatever people like and they choose to enjoy and engage in, then that's what it is. Yeah. You don't have to thrust it in their face and say, yeah. oh, you have to like this one yeah. because we have to like this. This is what we like. Yeah. And I find there's a lot of that. And the whole level of success thing, like, how do you measure success? Like, I feel successful. I don't need millions of dollars. Oh, if the studios are listening, I really do need millions of dollars. We would like but, millions of dollars. But no, there is some validation you want from that. I still, uh, I love my life. Yeah, you know? that's good. I mean, five million would help, but. I would like to be, I would like to have more money as well. But you know what? I've been proud of the fact that I've been doing stand-up for 20 years and never had a real job. It's a grind. It is a grind. It's a grind. But like we said, it's become sillier. You know, it used to be more merit-based, and now it's more about Twitter-based. Yeah. So, what well, with anything like the new studio system, sure, with everything, even for pitching things, 
they don't want to listen to you unless they check your multimedia and see that there's 50 to 50,000 to 2 million people even though listening it's not, to you. But that's not... They, Why should we listen to you pitch a show? Even if it's a great script, we don't want to hear it unless you're somebody I, I think they think media. that, but you know what? If you create really good weird. stuff and you put it out there, people yeah. are going to follow it. Like, yeah. I, they did that. I went to Politicon and we did, had a show debuting there, and I, I tried to get in as a stand-up, and they wouldn't bring me in because I didn't have enough uh, Twitter followers. And then I looked at the people they had. They First of all, the comics were shitty. And they couldn't follow me in my worst day. And they but were they all, had followers. They had followers, but the followers didn't... Nobody came because they had followers. No. Understand? And they buy followers and do that follow-back stuff. For sure. It's all like phony also, stuff. Also, you can't have like... If, it can't be Politicon. You have eight consecutive liberal comedians and not have one like one with a little bit more conservative values. You? Yeah. Well, just, it's just about political I just have a hard time. He told me something about conservative earlier, and I was hysterical because the part is he's so wild, crazy, and conservative is not a word I would use. But well, then well, that, I always go, okay, we're talking about politics. Exactly, but by but, definition, the, right. the, the words are all wrong. Yeah. Anyhow, liberals by yeah. definition, liberal by definition means open-minded. The right. liberals in this country are the least open-minded people. Right. Conservative means like you take things right. carefully, and the conservatives right. aren't very, you know, that's not what their MO yeah. is for them. Yeah, I agree with that. It's interesting, yeah. though. That's a, an interesting way yeah. how, how we define our politics. But, but it's okay, and it doesn't really matter because we don't talk politics on this show. Good. We don't need to get into it. I like no, that. Yeah. Listen, I'm a libertarian, man. Mind your own business. I say that. It usually doesn't help. Right. <laughs> they go in. Let, let everyone do what they want to do. So, uh, I mean, it's no, as long as it's no harm to you. As long as you're not killing anyone, stealing them from trying to, you know, and do anything bad to them, you can do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That's my political stance. Excellent. But I'm going to get interrupted. You can't do this. You can't <laughs> say that. And I'm offended. I'm offended. What That's did what you say on my is. show? Say your show? What the hell did you say on this show? On oh, this show, yeah. What did you say? I'm offended by stuff. You know, like, uh, you know, I counted about 65 things already that, <laughs> that you're offended I, I was by. starting to count. And Listen, then I just kind of gave up. And Tony, I like, I'm not politically correct. So I'm just correct. Anymore. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, does, let me ask you. Like, I think I probably did this joke the night of your show. Uh -oh. Somebody complained to the Muppet Show. All right, they complained to the Muppet Show. Someone got on the phone, wrote a letter, whatever they did. They got in touch with the powers that be to the Muppet Show, and they complained. You know what they complained about? They said, "I'm upset because Kermit the Frog doesn't wear pants." Ooh, that's kind of creepy. I mean, Ugh. you know who else doesn't wear pants, Tony? Ugh. Actual frogs. Really? What are we going to do? Yeah. We I can start they did. clothing the Jiminy animal kingdom. Jiminy Cricket had, had pants. You're right, he? he did. But he's a cricket. Oh, that's right. He's not a frog. He said it. This he's guy goes, Jiminy cricket. cricket. He's like, it's no, a, I'm like, that's right. But he was green. See, the whole green thing. Right. But you get my point. Like, I, someone was really upset, that really upset somebody that he's not wearing pants. Well, if they put pants on all the frogs next, then... I said, what are we going to do? Start clothing the animal on. kingdom? Somebody's yeah, running through the jungle with a pair of trousers trying to pants a lion? I think that's next. Grr. I think that's next. They're in everybody's backyard now, anyway, right here. So yeah, uh, Sesame Street, Cookie Monsters. I won't complain to Cookie Monster because their kids are getting fat, so they think because Cookie he's singing about cookies that they have they're complaining. Huh. So now Cookie Monster has to sing about vegetables. It's fucking true. So you Is look at really me. Singing it's about fucking veggies? true. Go look it up. And now it's like, what's I go? What's that song? Are they gonna be about? change him to the Veggie Monster? I go C is for carrot. That's good enough for me. It's like fuck you, Cookie Monster. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you in your blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, am I glad he cursed, man! I was dying to put that adult rating. On are you this episode. are you not allowed to swear I on know, your podcast? Are, it's are, a podcast. Yeah, I just have to mark it down. 
market. Listen, it's adult now. This is all what people are offended by. They see, remember the march? There was that march in uh, in Charlottesville, and everyone thinks the Nazis are going to come back. And huh? you see these guys with like their oh, right, coiffed right. hair yes. and yes. Their, their tiki torches and their skinny jeans. And everyone's like, the Nazis are going back. It's like, these are the guys you're worried about, the guys with the tiki <laughs> torches and skinny jeans. You think they had the meeting going, okay, Hans, listen, you have to have the tiki torches. If we're going to hatefully march, you have to be able to illuminate yourself in the proper way. No, Rutgers, those pants are way too baggy. I said skinny jeans. If you're going to hatefully oh march, you have God. to be able to kick on your legs. And the tiki torches, because after we hatefully march, we're going to have a luau. There goes the other 15% of my audience base. Good. If you're offended, find me on my website, adamrichmancomedy.com. Yeah, and leave rude and crude comments on his stuff and not ours. That's well, it's always hidden, by the way. They always do that, like, hiding in, on the internet. Nobody ever says it to your face. Like, they can't have a conversation and tell you what they don't like. What don't you like? If you don't like it... That's all right. I have everything set to approval, so when they leave me weird messages, <laughs> just the things that you said, I can just hit delete and delete hey, and not approve. If you don't like it, don't buy it, don't read it, <laughs> don't don't taste it, don't eat it, whatever, don't, don't all that stuff. Yeah, it goes another twenty percent. Oh, we don't like we're, this podcast. We're, down we're gonna to get nothing. out. <laughs> we're Good. No, actually, but well, that's like Howard Stern. Most people, There's four of you out there, most now. people go to Howard Stern because they're offended. Like they want to hear what he has to say that gets they them all like riled it. up. So they do like let it. that be, man. Let it be. Yeah. All right. All right. Don't watch it. Don't eat it. Don't buy it. Don't read it. That's my. That's my line. You know, if you don't like it, but everyone's like, "Well, oh, I'm gonna pick this up and look at how offended I am." Let's talk about your fan base. No, I don't have. Much Let's talk about your. Fan I'm base. trying to get a fan base. It's mostly women. You go to Adam <laughs> Richmond shows. There's women everywhere. I don't know about that. Throwing but... their clothes. It's like it's like the Tom Jones of comedy. It's like they have a bra machine gun <laughs> and they're just shooting their bras at me like, and I gotta catch one. Like, oh my god, not with your. Lingerie. <laughs> There's no no more females are coming now. <laughs> Not after this podcast. <laughs> so his target audience, he says, I like the older crowd now. So I just uh, mean people that have life experience. If you're 90 and over, hit up his website. <laughs> I'd rather you be 90 than 18. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I get it. Like, you. there's no life references, and these kids are taught to, like, live inside of a bubble, that you'll be safe there, and they need their safe space, and you can't say these words, and they're tri triggered, like, trigger stuff like that, so we can't talk about, you know, and, it, and it's going on in Canada. The government, like, is trying to tell people if you can't say anything bad about this kind of person, and if you do, you're a racist. It's like, what if this person's doing something bad? I, I can't say anything out of fear that I'm going to get. And we talked about it as, as we walked over here, that people are worried about, uh -huh. like, California, you have to be, everyone has to be quiet because you can't say anything. I know a lot of conservatives in California. Let me just tell you, politically, you don't even... But and yeah. they, they feel like they can't say they're anything. They're not in the entertainment business, are they? Yeah, they are in the really? entertainment business. And everyone just gets so mad that now they're forced to hmm. stick their head in their sand and in the sand and and uh, you know not say what they want. And I feel like, what? When do we start saying something? Like, what do we do when when the Nazis roll into town, start throwing people onto onto trains? Is that when we say something? Maybe. I like the pause. Uh, <laughs> I could probably delete that last I'm like, part. I left the spot so we could. And edit. I was like, we brought That's the tiki torches and the skinny jeans. <laughs> Everybody get in the train. We're gonna have such a party. <laughs> what happened before part B? Part A. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I should have brought merch to sell to Tony after this. Oh my after this god! Set. What was the name of the show where you like to get very political? Oh, the one I did was Conservatively Unplugged. Conservatively yeah, Unplugged. Unplugged with my friend Judd Dunning. We just did his thing. Where do they find that? 
Uh, if you find me on Facebook, I actually just posted it. They can they can check that out. Yeah. I think he's got a website, conservatively unplugged. But we went to Politicon and debuted a show, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of good guys. It's just that it, it's this you know just not falling into that one category. Of you have to say this, you have to do that, and I feel like uh, you know it's better to have your own opinion on things and your own mind. Yeah. And you know, I'm uh, these aren't always the most popular opinions, but you know, yeah, I'm an autonomous figure. Coming up with an ideas uh, by myself, using my brain and my feelings and my life experiences. And when I think of Adam, I think that guy's really outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> think outside <laughs> the bun. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're out there, man. I yeah. love your shows. I love your comedy. Thanks, man. I love everything you do. And one more time, give everybody like where they could find you. I appreciate you saying that. That's nice. I, I figure you, I wouldn't come to your podcast oh, if you didn't think I was no, funny. Man, I'm a fan. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm a fan. Well, man. I'm trying to uh, you know get a little bit more out there. So I do a lot of shows for the military. Sometimes uh, I produce shows in uh, Camp Pendleton for the troops. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to do a little bit more That's of that. I produce stuff. a show called Comedy from the Core. Um, it's a yeah, it's a, uh, a uh, comedy show with like five comedians on the base, and we did in front of a, uh, in a hangar in front of nice. an Osprey, and it was that was really great. But yeah, I'm just on the road, and I, you know, do a, sh- a bunch of shows here in town. Yeah. My website has all my appearances. AdamRichmondComedy.com. Yeah, uh, find me on Facebook, Twitter, whatever you want, and uh, you know, can uh, go from the comedy from there. Find some more. Stuff Boy, am I laugh. glad you came out to the boat. <laughs> well, always fun, man. Thanks, always brother. Always fun. We got to hang out. Thank we'll you, Tony. Out. We'll hang during the summer. We'll yeah, have to definitely. Do, we'll, we'll have to do a trip and uh, bring the microphone, the recording gear, and uh, get crazy. I think party. that's a great idea, and I'd love to have uh, have this thing on the move. We're in a boat yeah. right now, just in case. Oh, yeah. I'm on a boat. Marina Del Rey Harbor. Marina Del Rey Comedy. Yeah. Well, I'll just harbor in, in the, the harbor. States. We yeah. should go back to this. Finish, finish the podcast in this voice. Hey. Hey, hey is that your boat? Not anymore, sucker. <laughs> We're confiscating your boat. You know, after all all the talk about the grind and the biz and what they want and what they don't want, and I wish I was Asian, I wish I was... You know, I was just going to ask you, a, end off on this question, which sure. was, uh, uh, there's people out there probably listening who are like, wow, I want to do what he does, or I think I'm funny, I can... Uh, so maybe something... For somebody else who would want to do this, something, uh, maybe it's inspiring, maybe it's, go home to your mother! I no. mean, if you want to do stand-up because it's fun and you want to practice it, that's good. If you want to get good at it, you got to work at it, that's first and foremost. But I ask people this question, you know, nowadays I ask people this question. Do you think you're interesting enough, either looking or intelligence or idea-wise, that you can keep people interested in listening to you for X amount of time, half an hour, 45, an hour. If you feel that you are, then you should be a comedian. But if you feel you don't have those qualities, don't do it. You know, and I know a lot of people I see that are not interesting looking, sounding. Uh, and it takes everything. years to work up to that. Absolutely. And, and and that. But you got a good cadence. Like, you know, yeah. your voice, that deepness, that yeah. works. Yeah. You're interesting to look at. Yeah. You got, yeah. you know, yeah. I know I know you're short. I know you yeah, make yeah. fun of your own, but that oh, stuff yeah. works. Like, oh, yeah. Sometimes you know, I climb up the host and get on his totally, shoulders. Man. And, and I, I feel like, I, you know, I, I hope I'm, I'm interested. I made myself interesting to look at. I'm always being physical. I'm trying to be entertaining. Oh, I have the, the gravitas in my voice. I find a lot of comedians, yeah. if they have that, uh, for girls, it's not obviously gravitas, but some of the women comedians also have that style. Yeah. They've got an interesting voice an interesting sound and that's what you have to look at yeah you can't just be completely boring and think that people are going to want to pay attention to you yeah you know yeah. so that's yeah. my advice go hey. be funny concentrate on being great at stand-up that, hey that go be funny huh go be hey. funny hey now it's like you just like, hey go get twitter followers that'll make you funny immediately <laughs>
Hey, Thank you, agent. You, you can get a gig. Easy That's right. If you got Twitter followers. That's right, kid. You've got Moxie. Do that first. Go get all your followers. When you get a hundred thousand people, then, then start get on telling stage. jokes and yeah, and see what happens. <laughs> as long as you got the Good Twitter luck. followers, people will show up to your crappy show. <laughs> Over and over again. There's people's accounts I go to, I can't even figure out what they do. Like, they don't even do anything. Like, they got a million, two million followers. We we got another 45 minutes for the next podcast. We'll talk about that next time. I don't even know how people get followers. Folks, Adam Richman in Marina Del Rey. He's on a boat. I'm on a boat. That's right, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, well, I've been on board. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Let's go sailing. Take me away to where I'm going to You're listening to Live and On Board with Tony Malazzo. Catch up with me on Twitter and Periscope at Tony Malazzo Live. Email Live and On Board Podcast at gmail.com. And check out our new open group on Facebook, Live and On Board Podcast.